This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 25th of January, 2024. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Sunday the 21st, Batumi faced bomb threats. The State Security Service of Georgia, in collaboration with the Ministry of Internal Affairs, responded with counterterrorism measures. No explosive substances or devices were found. Investigations revealed that the threats were made outside of Georgia with a phone number listed under the name of a Georgian miner. This incident is part of a disturbing trend of false terrorism reports linked to international online games that involve minors, including previous threats to Galeria Tbilisi on the 30th of December 2023 and on the 17th of January 2024. Authorities identified a specific group abroad responsible for these messages and are taking measures to address this issue. Counterterrorism Center State Security Service is investigating the case. On Monday the 22nd, Natia Mezrishvili, deputy chairperson of the For Georgia or Sakhar Velostis party, urged the ruling Georgian Dream Party, Orodsneva, to arrange a parliamentary session to review the prosecutor general's report on the activities of the prosecutor's office. Call for accountability comes after allegations of political corruption and the enrichment of elite families linked to Otsneba. According to Mezrishvili, the prosecutor's office didn't act effectively against corruption, worsening living conditions for the general public while enriching the elite. What's worse is that the parliament hasn't reviewed the prosecutor's office reports for years. Sakartvelos party demands the independence of the prosecutor's office. Party founder Gogi Kaharia echoed the demand on social media, emphasizing the need for transparency and accountability from the prosecutor's office. On Thursday, the 19th, the United National Movement, or Natsebi, voiced serious concerns regarding medical treatment of former President Misha Saakashvili. Citing a report by the European Committee for the Prevention of Torture, or CPT, Natsebi said that Misha is not receiving proper care in the Viva Med Clinic, saying his situation was oppressive and degrading. Party said Saakashvili is a political prisoner and that the imprisonment of Misha impacts the fairness of Georgia's upcoming 2024 elections since they want him to participate in the elections against Otsneba. Natsebi called for his immediate release, insisting his detention compromises the integrity of the electoral process and Georgia's potential EU membership negotiations. CPT report highlighting the unfavorable conditions in Viva Medi supports the Natsebi stance on the urgent need to address Saakashvili's health and well-being. On Tuesday, the 23rd, Rati Bregadze, Minister of Justice, responded to a report from the European Committee for the Prevention of Torture and Inhuman or Degrading Treatment or Punishment, otherwise known as CPT, published on Tuesday, the 18th. The CPT report criticized the lack of outdoor exposure and association opportunities for some patients, including Saakashvili, whose regime resembled solitary confinement at times. Regadze clarified that Misha Saakashvili said he preferred to be alone in his prison cell and ward. Despite receiving nearly 3,000 visits in less than two and a half years, Misha did not want company. Regadze mentioned that he had never shown interest in spending any time outdoors either. Hmm. On Monday, the 22nd, President Salome Zurubashvili expressed deep concern over a fire that broke out on Sunday, the 21st, at the Sukhumi National Gallery in Abkhazia. The blaze destroyed over 4,000 works of art. President attributed the loss to neglect from the Abkhazian leadership and Russian presence in the region. Zurubashvili urged the global community to refocus efforts on protecting Georgia's cultural assets in these territories. On Sunday, the 21st, Georgia's Tbilisi Urban Forest, or Narikala Ridge Forest, was shortlisted for the 2024 EU Prize for Contemporary Architecture, or UMIS, award. 
originally developed in the mid-20th century with pine plantations. The area has faced environmental challenges, leading to a transformative effort in 2020 to introduce a biodiverse range of endemic and climate-adapted species. In February, the Yumi's jury will announce the finalists and the winners in April. The award ceremony will take place in May in Barcelona, of all places. On Friday the 19th, Prime Minister Yerachli Kharabashvili addressed the World Economic Forum in Davos, joining the discussion on Towards a Lead-Free Future upon an invitation from USAID Administrator Samantha Power. Kharabashvili highlighted lead poisoning as a global public health challenge and shared positive results achieved through Georgia's efforts. The country conducted assessments of atmospheric conditions to identify lead sources, resulting in a 75% reduction in blood lead levels among children in high-risk regions. On Sunday the 22nd, Irakli Kobachidze, chair of Georgia's ruling Otsneba party, praised China's remarkable economic progress over the last two decades, describing it as an exemplary country for cooperation. But why is Georgia so desperate to do business with China? Well, there's the Anaklia Deep Sea Port Project in Georgia's western region, which will enhance Georgia's transit capabilities and regional trade opportunities. This would impact Eurasia's trade dynamics, positioning Georgia as a key logistics hub affecting geopolitical interests, particularly in relation to China, the EU, and Russia. Anaklia's port has a strategic location on the Black Sea. It's a deep water port, especially considering China's alliance with Russia. This is important. Currently, Russia and China rely on Turkish ports, but their relations with Turkey are complex. Chinese officials expressed a strong willingness to cooperate, rising expectations for joint projects and increased Chinese investment in Georgia. Also, unlike partners in North America and the European Union, China is very happy to pay giant bribes to politicians around the world for infrastructure deals, particularly those that can act as a macroeconomic stimulus for China's ailing economy. On Monday the 22nd, the Georgian Anti-Corruption Bureau revealed its plan to scrutinize asset declarations of 300 public officials through 2024. According to the Bureau's press release, this initiative is driven by the heightened public interest and the substantial risk of corruption. The list of individuals whose asset declarations will undergo scrutiny includes influential figures such as Prime Minister, Chair of Otsneba, members of the Cabinet, parliamentary deputies, and even Tbilisi Mayor Kahi Kaladze, who we mentioned last week in this context. Special independent commission within the Bureau decided which declarations would be analyzed. On the same day, Zura Azarishvili, health minister, addressed a critical issue regarding healthcare infrastructure. He announced the Central Republican Hospital did not meet safety standards. Azarishvili cited assessments from five independent sources, all of which concluded that the Republican Hospital falls short of contemporary healthcare standards and rehabilitating the clinic was not profitable. So they have decided to demolish the hospital and build another healthcare facility. The budget is approximately 200 million lati around 75 million U.S. dollars. It'll feature over 500 patient beds and adhere to the requirements of a multidisciplinary clinic, allegedly. The project is expected to take between 36 and 48 months to complete. To close the show, on Tuesday the 23rd, Gogi Kalandarishvili, chairperson of the Central Elections Commission, or CEC, assured the commission and authorized agencies would take necessary steps to enable Georgians abroad to participate in the 2024 elections called CC checks that the organizations helping with overseas voting follow the rules and procedures set by the election laws. Electronic technologies for elections will only be used within Georgia to prevent cyber threats, or so they say. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Hey, 
Did you know if you're listening to us on Spotify, they have a new thing where you can leave comments or questions in the episode in Spotify. Take a look. It's right there. Comments are private by default and we won't publish them. But we may give you a first name shout out in the next episode. If you say something cool, put something in there. Go crazy. We'd love to hear from you. Nachmandis. Nachmandis.